and welcome to episode 19 of Set Your Mind To It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips and life experiences to help like-minded, ambitious young women set their mind to it and achieve their goals. So thank you for tuning back in for another episode this week. Today I want to talk to you about overeating. This is one that I've wanted to do for a little while, but been putting it off just because there's been a few other topics I want to discuss before this one, but it's one that I've had a chat to friends about and they said that they'd be interested to hear this and I think that this is a topic that most people may have struggled with at some point or another in their lives because it's really, really common. Maybe I think this because I work in a gym and I've done a bit of food coaching with clients and so I've seen and heard it from a lot of people that I think it's more common, but I do think it's pretty common. Most people struggle with eating and getting the right amount of foods and not overeating. So I thought let's put this in the podcast. Let's chat about overeating and let's share my experiences and see if it's helpful for you guys. And again, it's not a how-to episode. It's just overeating. Let's chat about it, tell you what I've found, tell you what I've seen in other people and then give you some recommendations on what I've heard and um, some people that I would recommend checking out, one person I'd recommend checking out after this episode is Brooke Castillo. So go and check her out because she's, um, so it's a Brooke Castillo Life Coach School podcast. I'll link it in the show notes. Her podcast is life coaching, so she covers a ton of different topics, but her initial start in coaching was weight loss. So she's where I've learned a lot about food and why we actually overeat. And even just before this episode, I wanted to quickly, I was like, oh, I better do a little bit of research. And I literally started reading on Healthline because it's the first website that comes up with all the tips that come up for overeating. Because I was like, oh, maybe there's some useful stuff that I haven't thought of that I should mention to you guys. And it came up with like 23 tips on how to stop overeating. And it's just not that helpful because at the end of the day, so I'll tell you guys what came up and this is why I think this episode is necessary because there's so much information out there out there on how to stop overeating but things like knowing your trigger food is recommended on Healthline and avoiding eating from containers and um dining with like-minded friends and slowing down and planning ahead and replacing sugary beverages like great all good tips but actually not that useful with treating the actual cause of your overeating so that's kind of treating the symptom of overeating but not treating why you're doing it so let's get into why people overeat I have found that myself and you know I'm the best example that I've got to share I overeat because it's a way to avoid or cope with emotions and unfortunately this is the case and true for most people even if they don't realize it so I've come to this realization slowly or maybe not so I've taken on my still working on it I guess it's a tricky one I think it's tricky always because it's something that if you're using it to cope as a coping mechanism, then of course it's going to be a tricky thing to just stop instantly and change. 
So for me, I noticed it actually being something that I do to cope because it was something that I was doing. I have a tendency to overeat at night. I can eat fine during the day, good portion sizes, great healthy options, regular meals. Like I wouldn't skip meals. Like I'd just be really consistent, really good all day, every day, like easy to follow a healthy diet. And then at nighttime, I would either, and I still do it, it's not completely fixed per se, um, at night time it would either be eating way too much, just portion wise, could be healthy food, might be unhealthy food, and it's changed over the years, whether it's I try and have phases where I probably have gone away from chocolate, so I'll stay away from sweet food, but then I ate way too much of like a carby, like salt and vinegary type food and it's still just too much portion wise or on the flip side might just have too much chocolate or the other other side I might just have too much like fruit and like I'll try and be really healthy but then I'm not feeling full and then I just keep on eating and eating stack on everything and go through anything that's in the pantry so I had a fair bit of experience with it myself this is going around the long way but I realized that I was overeating to avoid emotions I think it really hit me the most when I went through a breakup so I noticed afterwards so before that literally every single night without fail like nighttime snacking is still a big thing for me because I get really hungry by the end of the day but I noticed when I was sad and that was when I was actually letting myself be sad like after a breakup you kind of give yourself permission to grieve and mourn and all of that so you go through all your emotions if you're letting yourself that is and I was at that time letting myself feel sad and I wasn't overeating because I was actually processing my emotion and sitting in it and not suppressing the emotion I noticed that I could actually have dinner and then not have the urge to snack because you know funnily enough when you're crying or upset you don't actually want to as much as they show it in the movies they show it and this is where it's really interesting to have your own personal experiences so you might reflect on this and find that you've had a different experience but you know people like oh grab a tub of ice cream and I had a friend tell me that like oh just go get yourself a tub of ice cream and like watch a good movie and just let it all out well it was so weird but I didn't actually want the tub of ice cream when I was actually letting myself be sad I wanted to sit in that emotion and I realized that if I was chowing down on a tub of ice cream, I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be trying to numb that emotion and to f- make myself feel better. Like that's why it's a common thing in movies. It's a common thing that we might say or, you know, we get a friend chocolates or something to cheer them up when they're down in the sense of food. It's to numb the emotion or to replace it with that little rush of endorphins that you get from food so it's to numb it, to suppress it, replace it with a more positive one. But it's just the quickest fix and it doesn't last long. And if you want to continue to use that as your solution to the problem of feeling crap, you're going to have to keep on eating and eating, which leads to overeating. And then that leads to all kinds of problems in terms of weight management and also how you're feeling because if you're overeating, you're probably eating crappy foods and fueling your body with not good foods. And so then that has an impact on how you're functioning day to day.
So that's when I notice that, oh, okay, my every night snacking is actually me avoiding my emotions. And in saying that, you might be like, well, I'm not always sad or whatever. Like you might be thinking that about yourself, that you're not avoiding being sad. I'm the same. Like I'm not a person who tries to sit in sadness all the time, quite the opposite. And I realized that, okay, it's my most obvious when I had a really obvious emotion sitting there that I was either trying to suppress and not being able to, so then letting myself be sad, for example. I could then actually see how it applied to my other day-to-day scenario. So, for example, normally when I'm snacking day-to-day, it would be because I'm bored. So you might think to yourself, oh, but I'm actually hungry because trust me, I get it. I'm literally sitting here right now feeling hungry. So I get you. But I looked back and I was like, oh my God, like what emotion was I avoiding? Because once I realized, I was like, oh, because I'd heard a lot of this through Brooke Castillo, but I'd never really got it until I had this experience. I think it really consolidated it for me that oh yeah she's onto it she's right and then I looked at all the other experiences and I realized it was boredom that I was avoiding which doesn't sound like a terrible emotion but it was what I was avoiding like every single night even just watching Netflix I would snack or if I was studying that's a big one I would be snacking and it was just constant because I was constantly procrastinating this is I'm thinking back to probably a year or more ago procrastinating so when I was procrastinating I was feeling stressed because I was normally the go-to situation would be I was procrastinating my study so I was watching Netflix so I'm sitting there feeling stressed and anxious because I feel like I should be doing something that I'm not so I'm feeling guilty and a little bit overwhelmed because I'm not doing things that I should be doing and letting myself have things pile up on my plate and so I'd feel overwhelmed stressed guilty anxious all these emotions so I'm either eating to numb those emotions of feeling guilty and terrible to sum up all the other emotions so that would be one or Two, while I'm studying or while I'm watching Netflix, I'm bored. Like studying for me didn't really engage me that much. So, and because I was dragging it out and procrastinating, I was bored as hell. And so between bouncing on my phone, on social media, to not getting much done with my study, I was bored in between that because I wasn't really committing to relaxing and I wasn't really committing to study and just wasting my time and being bored. So I would be eating instead and snacking away and I didn't realize how much I did it and I still really struggle with the snacking aspect of it because I still need to get better at coping with my emotions and managing them and I can kind of recognize that I I can admit that I'm still trying to work on that I guess which is why I want this episode to be me sharing my experience not telling you how to do it but I have also had the experience of doing food coaching, so being the food coach myself and coaching some clients at 
the workplace that I work at, so at the gym, through their diets. And I've seen ladies from the age of 18 through to the age of 60 or 70, like right through the age ranges. Lots of middle-aged women and mums and just anyone pretty much. And it's a super common theme for people to be overeating and it might not be in the way that I was you might be more like some of the clients I saw would most heavily overeat on the weekends so another thing is people do undereat but I feel like that's a whole another episode and one that I'm not as familiar with myself personally so I'm sharing it from my experience of overeating um but I know that a lot of clients would eat you know just three meals a day and they're probably okay meals like not super healthy not super bad and then on the weekend would just really overeat and drinking as well probably needs to fall into this category of overeating because at the end of the day it comes down to calories in versus calories out and alcohol adds to the calories in and when that's consumed on the weekends in addition to bigger meals or takeaway food or you know It's quite common for during the netball season for the whole day to be spent at the footy and all that kind of food was consumed, like all that fast um, food, I guess. And that's still overeating. It's maybe in the context a little bit different to my experience of being bored and procrastinating and it might be more a social thing, but it's still overeating and it's still not being controlled and there's probably still some emotion like that you're avoiding whether it's a discomfort of social settings like being there but that's probably not more likely sometimes it's just not paid attention to but those decisions over the whole day all lead to overeating and most people don't want to be overeating so I feel like I've said overeating about a thousand times now. But yeah, there's lots of different situations. So think about this yourself. Think about a situation where you've eaten too much and it might be something that's habitual or it might be something that you do every now and then but you didn't want to. And I think the biggest part of this is that it's something that feels like it's outside of your control. So if you purposely went, so like I'm thinking of the example of someone who plays netball and or whatever sport it might be and you spend all day on Saturday at your sport and you're mingling you didn't pack food and so you're buying food from the canteen then that's fine because you've planned it it's controlled you've chosen to have that day where you're going to enjoy some food out that's fine what I'm talking about is eating when you're not planning to so my experience of overeating has been I didn't want to snack or you know eat all that food but I haven't been able to control myself per se and I've done it anyway and then I felt guilty or shameful about it afterwards and I think that's what overeating is when you didn't want to do it and you've done it and then it results in guilt afterwards and I think there's a lot of people out there that can relate to this if you've got yourself to a place where this isn't you then more power to you that's amazing but I think a majority of us do have situations in our lives where we do overeat so 
I think that's a sign that you're overeating. If you're feeling really guilty about it afterwards, and I always would, I'd be like, oh, that's like, I won't do that tomorrow. And I would always do it the next day. And I think what I've learned from that is that it doesn't matter what the emotion is. You can use food as a coping mechanism. There's lots of other coping mechanisms out there. For you, you might just use social media and you might numb yourself by scrolling on social media to whatever emotion. It doesn't have to just be stress or anything that you might typically think of. Like I didn't think boredom was something that I would eat to avoid. But then I looked back and I was like, oh my God, like that's it. Like it really was me not wanting to feel bored, like being so uncomfortable to sit in boredom. Like... I dare you to try it, to go and just sit without your phone and like without even purposely wanting to meditate and make that time, meditation time, because that kind of gives you a focus, but to actually sit and just do nothing and sit with your thoughts. And I think that's the hardest part of boredom is that you're sitting and thinking And if you're not controlling your thoughts, then you've got to face them all and start processing them, which means processing your emotions. And that takes effort and time. And most people avoid that one way or another, either by keeping ourselves busy. Like I said, you might use social media just by being on your phone and scrolling mindlessly. You might drink, super common one. You might do drugs. You might eat, which we're obviously discussing. Um, there's tons of different things. Be a workaholic, consume yourself with that, anything. It's whatever you kind of throw yourself into instead of dealing with your emotions. But I think that's why when I look at a website like Healthline, that has got replace sugary beverages with water. Yeah, fantastic. But guess what? You'll still find a way to overeat. You'll still overeat in a different way if you were previously having you know, a can of Coke, you'll probably just go and find something else to take your mind off things and that's still going to have the same result at the end of the day. And I actually know that this was having a negative effect on me because my weight slowly crept up and up and up. Not that the number on the scale matters. I genuinely don't think it does. But over years and years, like I'd say since finishing high school, my weight just went up and up and I didn't mean it to I didn't wasn't aiming to put on weight if anything at times I was trying to lose weight and then I was like why am I putting on weight and it was because the overeating was so consistent and constantly happening I just had no idea that I was doing it to that extent because even if you're eating healthy foods you can still be overeating it's just the fact that you're not controlling it because if you're someone who's really intuitively eating and only eating when you're hungry and you're in control of it, you won't gain weight. But it's quite difficult to do if you're not in tune with your body and in control of your emotions and actually allowing yourself to process your emotions. And that's where I eventually strive to get to, to be that in tune with myself and my emotions and my body to be able to intuitively just eat when I'm hungry and eat the right amounts. But it's quite goddamn difficult. So at the moment, I'm calorie counting because... That's how I'm controlling that aspect because I know that I myself will just let myself eat tons of 
fruit but then I'll also have rice crackers and some dip and then something else and like I'll pick all these healthy things but it's just continuously like I'll find more and more and more to snack on when I don't need it when I've already fueled my body with enough food but I'm just not listening to the hunger signals instead I'm going oh I'm bored or I'm stressed or um what else uh the main ones that came up when I did my little bit of a google was boredom anxiety stress I've got anxiety there twice but it's just a coping mechanism so you need to recognize that the other aspect of this overeating is if you get given a meal in front of you and you've got a bit of a scarcity mindset and you're scared that there's not going to be more food and so you eat everything because you're scared you won't get more and I know I used to do this like if I was sharing um, like a pack of Maltesers or some kind of you know chocolate would be normally the go-to some kind of sweet food if I was sharing it I'd be like oh my god I have to like eat it before it's all gone because I was eating with someone who would eat it faster than me so I was like oh my god like I need to eat this before it's all gone because I was scared that there wouldn't be more but like it's ridiculous go out and buy more but it's just this mindset of if I don't eat it now I won't be able to and so it's that rush which can come from any number of like childhood or other experiences in your life not that I've had that at any stage really but yeah it's just this mindset of once or twice you've learnt that if you don't eat it now then you miss out then you'll like for example if a plate of food gets put in front of you and maybe as a kid if you didn't finish off your plate of food it was taken away so now when you go out for restaurants you eat every single thing off your plate or you might have just been told that it was the polite and correct thing to do to finish off your plate so you always eat every single thing on your plate but it means that you don't listen to your body so you overeat and maybe that's not so much about avoiding emotions in that scenario but it's the fact that you're either one being told that's the correct thing to do and that's polite to finish off all your food or you're scared that if you don't there'll be consequences or if you don't you won't get any more all those kind of things so there's all these little underlying aspects and food can be a massively complex topic and so many underlying reasons for why people do it and I find it super interesting but for this one I'm talking more about overeating in the aspect of avoiding or coping with emotions so using it as a coping mechanism I also think that people overeat because not because but because it is so common for people to eat too much it's a relatable thing and you know it us humans love to be able to relate to others because it means we get to connect with others and that's one of our most fundamental human needs and we love that we love connecting so although it might not feel good you might feel shitty you might have derailed whatever your goals were by overeating but you get to relate to others you be like oh my god I ate way too much on the weekend I drank way too much and I can't achieve my weight loss goal and it's so frustrating because I don't know what to do and you can complain about it and relate to each other because that's pretty common of not being able to achieve your goal because you're eating or drinking too much or you don't know what you're doing wrong and it is unfortunately simple it's energy in versus energy out 
but we make it so complicated because it's all tied up in emotions and that's where things get messy and we make it hard for ourselves but we relate to each other so even though it's hard for ourselves it's a way to connect with others and sometimes that's a greater priority or a greater need as a human to have that connection than to make things easy on ourselves because we can put up with making it hard but we can't put up with a lack of connection in our life so if it means we get to complain with our friends then we might just keep on doing it without even realizing that that's one of the like the perks or the benefits that we're getting out of it because it's that whole thing I've mentioned it in previous episodes where you've got to associate more pain with something to make a change than pleasure and if you're getting some pleasure out of relating to others then deep down you're not going to want to change because there's not enough motivation to change there's not enough pain to like be an incentive for you to change so you stay the same even though you might think well theoretically why would I want to stay the same just so I can complain with someone it's a lot more deep-rooted subconscious than you might realize but that might be the thought process that's deep down and underlying your decisions to continue to do that or lack thereof decisions potentially so that's another part of overeating my other experience is that it's become a habit so you start overeating as a coping mechanism right and for me it was either boredom or stress or overwhelm one of those emotions that I was tending to have a lot of the time was why I was over overeating to avoid that but then it became habit so I'd get into a routine like for example it might be I'd have rice crackers and like I can look back and I would go through periods of like I'd pick my snack and then I'd have that for like weeks on end that one snack because I was like oh yeah this is healthy this works but I would just get into the habit then of having it so if I had it once that would have been fine but like it might have been a packet of rice crackers with dip and then also like a milo every single night and I couldn't go a single night without having a snack and it would always end up being like a big snack it couldn't just be like a piece of fruit or just the milo or just a few rice crackers like it had to be like the whole packet of rice crackers and the milo and and then still being hungry and still wanting more and then going and finding more snacks sometimes like just not helpful to my goals at all it wasn't what I wanted to do every night like that could have been something I did once or twice when I was actually genuinely hungry and it would have been a fine snack maybe a little bit big but that's fine it was the fact I then turned it into such a habit that as soon as I like hopped onto my bed or the couch or whatever like I was doing at that time in my life as soon as I was in that same spot watching Netflix I'd be like oh all right time for that snack and I would crave the exact same thing because all of a sudden I was settled and I was either bored without realizing it or stressed because I was not doing the homework I was supposed to be doing and I would then eat and I've gone through this for literally years of like I'll pick a snack and then it will just become a habit of going for that same food and so then it's not only the fact that I have to break the overeating cycle to avoid my emotions it's then I have to break a habit as well which in and of itself that's plenty hard enough to break habits but then to also figure out how to deal with your emotions super hard so I'm still working on that I'm getting better at 
not having as large a snacks and being a bit more in control and having it planned into my day now that I'm calorie counting. I know that I like to snack at night because I've done it for years and I tend to be hungry by the end of the day because I've done workout, whatever. So I can plan for that. So then I'm more in control. It's chosen by me and then I don't need to feel guilty about it. There's no shame around it because it's planned. But it's just having that control to then stop because I still get the cravings and the urges and I think this is where I want to share it with you is that like right now before recording this episode I was like oh I just want to go eat something more and eat something more but I think really if I actually sat down and journaled and I'm still like avoiding facing what I'm actually thinking so I didn't do that but it was like oh I don't know which podcast episode I want to do feeling that little bit stressed and anxious about if I was going to be able to produce a good episode and have good content to share and be in a good mood to record it and just doubting myself in general about the podcast. So instead of getting on my laptop straight after dinner and recording, like I literally said to myself all day and all of the day before yesterday, or yesterday, the day before, I instead procrastinated on my phone and on Netflix or an equivalent of Netflix and did that for like an hour and then I was like well I'm genuinely hungry now like I well, still was hungry that whole time I'll go have a little snack and then I'm still feeling hungry but still wanting to like I just wanted to keep on eating and like avoid facing the discomfort of recording the podcast So I hope that makes sense because what I was feeling, what I'm trying to get to is that I was feeling discomfort, not necessarily nervous, but apprehensive and doubt around my own abilities and all of these negative emotions were basically just swirling around. And so instead of facing them and just biting the bullet, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to eat. And then I was snacking on the little things and this is where it's not controlled, like picking out one thing from the fridge like out of a container having like a mouthful of that and then a mouthful of something else and just like little nibbly things that are not gonna fill me up but kind of just satiate that oh I just need to like give my body something to distract myself from the actual emotions and it sounds crazy and it's weird to even say out loud and put into words and articulate correctly but if you've related to most of what I've said, hopefully you can think of your own examples of where you've done the exact same thing and gone, oh, maybe there was that emotion that I was avoiding. And you might not realize till something comes up that puts you in a situation where you don't actually overeat and you feel that emotion in that instance. You go, oh, that's what I was avoiding every other time as well. You might have that realization that when you actually didn't snack and then you cracked into your maybe it's your work or your study at home or something that you needed to do you weren't actually hungry you were just eating while you're procrastinating to deal with the discomfort of procrastinating that emotion of avoiding and not facing what you need to do and the guilt I think that comes with that is probably the emotion that you're actually avoiding when you actually get to it you might find that that guilt goes away and then you don't need to snack and then you're like oh I was only snacking because of that 
or might be eating you might be having full meals instead of it who knows it might be drinking because I still think drinking and eating really end up in the same category of they're both coping mechanisms and they both have calories so although one's slightly different to the other in the chemical composition both kind of do the same thing so yeah see if you can think of your own examples and recognize it within your own life because if you can I think this is going to be way more helpful to you because it wasn't until I had my own experience that I was like oh damn it Brooke Castillo is right I am avoiding my emotions and it's one thing to know it okay so that's just the first step then it's actually applying it because I think that's a whole different ballpark and it's a lot harder (laughs) a lot lot harder to actually process your emotions and I think that takes a lot of personal development so listen to a lot more of my episodes and check out Brooke Castillo as well so I don't even know if there's one particular episode I'm just gonna link her podcast in general because she's got tons of episodes on eating and everything that comes into that and there's tons of different aspects of it so I feel like this is just an episode to dip your toe into the water to consider if you are struggling with this and I think there's a lot of people out there that might be wanting to achieve their goal body and that doesn't mean weight loss it might just mean that you want to be you know, it might be that you want to increase your muscle mass and that you're happy with how you look, but you want to look stronger and more toned or fitter and all of those kind of things. But you can't get your diet under control. Maybe you eat really healthy and it might not even be that you're eating too much, but then you're eating crappy types of foods and those crappy types of foods are giving you more of a rush because it's the sugar and the fats that, you know, make us feel good, all those more takeaway or fast foods tend to have that nice little release of sugar and everything that our body likes and you might not be feeling good about that and then you're not achieving your goal so it might not be a weight loss goal it might be something else but you might still be finding that you're struggling to actually control your eating and then you can't achieve your goals so hopefully one way or another you can relate to this even if your goal isn't to eat less because that definitely doesn't need to be the goal It's more about controlling what you eat and being the one to make that decision rather than being at the whim of your urges because that's not a good place to be operating from because we don't make good decisions. We want to be using our prefrontal cortex because that's the part of our brain that's the thinking part that makes all the executive decisions versus our primal brain which makes short-term decisions whereas our prefrontal cortex makes those long-term decisions that plans for the long-term benefit and achieval of long-term goals whereas the primal brain does not and that's where these urges for immediate quick fixes in the terms in the terms oh my gosh in the shape of food comes in so consider that you want to be using the higher functioning part of your brain to make longer term decisions which means not taking the quick fix and avoiding the overeating so I hope this has been helpful I think I'm gonna leave it there there's more that you could cover but I think we're just gonna leave this as why people overeat and recognizing if you're doing it and if you are 
try to take control and let yourself feel the emotions I think that's been my biggest takeaway that if I can not eat and instead feel the emotion so let yourself cry if you need to cry let yourself be bored if you're bored like put your phone away and just sit there in it so much easier said than done but that would be my recommendation along with going and checking out Brooke Castillo's podcast so I'll link her in the show notes please if you've enjoyed this episode take a screenshot and share it on your socials to get the word out about the podcast so that your friends can listen to it and if you have found it helpful and you've enjoyed it also please subscribe if you haven't already and leave a little five-star review too if you've got time so thank you so much for tuning in come back next week tune in again and i'll chat to you then bye Thank you.